because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god, really? <laughs> okay, so I got so excited. Um I think it like got announced like during like the Super Bowl. I sure I'm sure it got announced like long before that, but like a, a trailer for it got dropped for the Super Bowl and it's a new it's the new Disney movie. Um and oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um I honestly, I saw bits and pieces of it, but I didn't pay enough attention to watch the full trailer. Oh my goodness. No, I, um, it's one of the, one of the movies that if you have Disney plus, you still have to pay extra to, to watch the movie. So oh, it's like, no, the Disney... no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did it right away. Cause I like, I saw the trailer for it and I was immediately like into the movie. Like I was like so excited for it. I loved, I love the concept of it. Like it's, it's, um, it's like a female like driven cast. Um, it has dragons in it. Um, one thing my husband said it was he felt like it felt like very Avatar-esque and we both love Avatar. So like, it was just like such a, like, as soon as I saw the trailers, like I, first of all, I was like, I immediately was like, I want to cosplay this dragon. And then she had a human form and I was like, I'm definitely cosplaying the dragon. Like I was so excited about it. And I immediately bought it when it came out on Disney plus. So did, I mean, if this is going to be something we'll eventually wind up reviewing, then might as well say whether you liked it or not, or are you just wanting to go for it and say it? Um, I, I don't want to say too much. I definitely want to review it later, but I will say that if, if you haven't seen it yet and you're on the fence about whether or not you're, you should, you should spend the extra on it. I say it's definitely worth it. Um, it's, it's, a, it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. No. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. Cause when you first named it, I was, I was a little confused, but, um, <laughs> so I have a little bit of side news that I'm sure you had probably seen or heard about, but they're making a live action Powerpuff Girls movie. Yeah. I heard about that. So I have a little mixed emotions about that. And I guess, again, some I when I go through BuzzFeed and see these live actions popping up on BuzzFeed and everything, people will make the comments, well, you're not a kid anymore, so it's not for you to comment on. But I just feel it's one of those things where you are going with a generation's television show, movie, and it's getting revamped, the original generation, I feel, can have a say about how they feel oh, on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the, the way I see it is I'm still a fan of these things. I still enjoy them. I'll revisit them from time to time. Like, if I'm bored and I don't have anything to do, like, I, like, um, it, I'll, I'll go back and watch these shows. I love Powerpuff Girls, the original Powerpuff Girls. It got banned in my house when I was a kid, but I watched it when I could. And I absolutely, my mom thought it was sexist because of the, the, um, the mayor's assistant. Yeah. Because all you could ever see was like her chest and like his face was like always in her chest. So she didn't like us watching it because of that. Um, but I would watch it when I could, um, like, you know, behind her back, like when she wasn't watching, you know, but I, I absolutely loved Powerpuff Girls. And um, I mean, I loved Sailor Moon and you better believe when they were redoing that, I had a lot to say about that. And, yeah. um, and 
and even like things like Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes wasn't, wasn't even our generation. That was, that was our parents' generation. And even then, like when they revamp that or even do new stuff with that, I always have something to say about that because I'm a fan of these things too. So I think, I think it's fine to have an opinion on it. Just don't be, just don't be unnecessarily mean about it. Yeah, definitely. For me, I'm a little, as I always am, kind of a little holding off on that just because I want to see how it looks, the trailer and everything. And usually the trailer sometimes can give a movie away whether it's going to be good or not. And then sometimes the trailer flat out lies and the movie sucks beyond belief. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... I feel they have a pretty good cast for it. I haven't seen these actresses in anything I know of their names, but I haven't seen them act, so I can't really say about their acting capabilities. Uh, So we have Chloe Bennett, who's going to play Blossom, Dove Cameron, who's playing Bubbles, and then Yana Perlut. I don't think I pronounced her, her last name right, I'm sorry, who is going to play Buttercup. But it, I mean, these actresses are at least early 20s, I want to say. So it looks like they're yeah. going to probably have maybe the girls a little older in this sense, maybe high school or something. And I'm I'm fine with that. I think that'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm definitely like you know how I am about the live action remakes. Um, all anytime Disney does it, like I think the only time I've really complained so far is Mulan. Um, yeah. Like that, I I'm always on board. Anytime they're they're gonna do it, as long as they're like doing it respectfully. Like, and that's just my biggest thing is just that Powerpuff Girls was such a stylized kind mm-hmm. of cartoon. I would like to see them. in some way kind of do something visually to kind of to to pay pay some kind of respects to that um in the in the live action film is just my biggest worry is how they'll do that but other than that I'm excited I love it when they do live action um remakes of old cartoons that I love definitely and ending on that note I think it's one of those things kind of as you're saying it will give it a new feel if it's not exactly the same where they're kids but it gives a whole new kind of dimension of the show that we all loved if they are going to go with this version of them maybe in high school or college whatever it looks like so me being the person that's always kind of standoffish from all of these live action remakes um but we'll see (laughs) either way i'm sure we'll see a trailer sometime soon for it in the next end of this year to next year but today is going to be an exciting day i know rachel has been super stoked about this episode and to our listeners we are so sorry that it has taken us so long to get to the new episode things happen life happens so sorry and apologies from us yes we do apologize um we believe me we were really excited to get to this episode myself especially but life happens and and also know that for our listeners that it is just me and rachel we do not have somebody that is editing our stuff we don't have anybody else helping us out so it is just the two of us doing this so please bear with us (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so um unfortunately life sometimes can't be as awesome as this episode is going to be um so the movie that we are going to do for this is the lego movie (laughs) yay Yay! (laughs) 
Um, I absolutely adore this movie. It's so funny though, like, cause when this movie originally, like when I, they started announcing it, when I started seeing like movie posters about it, cause I used to go like before, um, in the, in the BC times, I used to, uh, <laughs> I used to go to the movie theater all the time. I spent so much money just going to the movies. Um, so like, I just, I remember seeing like all the, the, um, the posters and stuff for it and I was like oh Lego movie this is such a, a dumb idea this is so silly like they'll just do anything and I can't like it was so weird because I think it was my my husband's um grandmother she wanted to go see it and she never wants to go see the kids movies or the animated movies she's never like interested in seeing them so she wanted to go see it we went and saw it with her and I was just like I guess like to make her happy I guess like whatever and I came out of that movie singing the song. Like, I was so into it. Like, uh Yeah, I have to agree. When the posters first came out and I had first seen this, and this was, I have to say, around... I was working in a movie theater, I believe, when this came out. And so having access to free movies and whatnot, it's pretty cool to get to go see free movies why not but I definitely felt the same way going into this film that oh this is going to be too kid friendly and just not a good movie for adults to enjoy and then I left that movie so excited and just loved it everything about it it was so good <laughs> it, it, it really was it like it just like I always love to say about this movie like it's the little things that matter mm -hmm. like because like it's just like like every little detail that went into this movie is just like like so good and it just like it, it's I, I could just go on and on and on about like the little details in this movie like down to like this whole movie is like it's got like stop motion and computer generated Legos in it and I've watched way too much, um, way too many special features and and commentary on this on this particular movie. And one thing that they used for this was a computer generated program that actually could generate Lego like builds. And it was so it was so perfect that if if like a build was impossible due to like the pieces that would be involved it would refuse to build the thing it was <laughs> it was a really like a really cool thing and but like the amount of like and they like built this specifically for this movie and like the amount of detail like that 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 went into that like down to like the lego pieces like for like their heads like their hair and stuff always has like a seam down the center because of the way that the molds are made and like the like they made sure to have that detail like into every lego and like just like the the grit that they put into each piece like the animation in this movie is just so amazing and just so much care went into it and it could have just been such a silly throwaway film I have to agree the thing with stop motion films is I have a lot of respect for the directors just anyone that has put any heart and soul into these movies and definitely this movie is no exception where you are moving it's not it's not like you're able to fully move an arm and stuff you're having to move a little teeny tiny like half inch to an inch little figure and building things from like 
I don't know. It's just amazing. But this movie came out in 2014. It is an hour and 35 minutes. And in the box office, it did very well. It did $257.8 million. Yes. Like, I remember this movie was, like, incredibly successful. I actually went back after watching it with my Nana and went back and saw it a couple more times because I enjoyed it so much. And I don't do that with, like, a lot of movies. Like, I, like, reserve that for, like, things like Star Wars and stuff. Of like, but, like, Yeah, and, like, I just, I went back and watched this multiple times. Like, I bought it. Um, I bought it multiple times. I bought it, like I rented it on my PlayStation after it wasn't available in theaters anymore. And then I bought a copy and like anytime like somebody was over at my house or I'd go visit somebody, I was like, oh, we're going to watch this movie. Like you don't understand. <laughs> like I had viewing parties for this. So you contributed to that yeah, box office amount. Yes, I, I just, I kept throwing my money at them. I was so, I was so happy with this movie. <laughs> but the directors for this film were Chris Miller and Phil Lord. And of course it's feature song that is so iconic is Everything is Awesome that to this day, anyone that has seen this movie, you just literally say, everything is awesome. <laughs> and everyone knows what you're instantly talking about. <laughs> I, I actually know this song word for word. I actually have multiple versions of it on my on my Spotify oh, playlist. You had okay, one time when you had came down and visited, you had showed me some techno style version of this and I actually really liked it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a techno style version. My absolute favorite is there's like an unplugged like acoustic slowed down version of it where it's like everything is awesome it's so funny oh I love this song though it's funny though the um the the creators of the film actually in the in the um commentary apologize to all of the parents in the world for, oh. for creating this song I get why yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> Um, yeah, so with this movie, a lot of it also, I think, is the cast that brings this film to life and all of the characters. And the funniest thing, so we, the main character is Emmett, which is played by Chris Pratt. And the funny thing about that is the first time I saw this movie, I had no idea that that was Chris Pratt. The second time I rewatched it, I was like, oh, wow, that was Chris Pratt. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, same, same. I had no idea. But going down the list, we have Elizabeth Banks, who plays Wild Style, or Lucy that we, at the end, spoiler, sorry, find out what her <laughs> real name is. We have Will Arnett as the amazing Batman. Alison Brie as Unikitty, my favorite character. My, my favorite character. <laughs> um, Will Ferrell, obviously, as President, uh, president Business. Uh, Charlie Day makes an appearance as Benny, Jonah Hill, Chana Tatum, Liam Neeson, Bad Cop, Good Cop, uh, Will Forte, Dave Franco, the list goes on. A like, star-studded cast. And like, <laughs> what's crazy about that is there's even more, like, I can't even think of all their names, like, who, like, there's even more, like, stars, like, well-known actors in this film who literally get like one line Shaquille O'Neal yes like in like Billy D Williams there's a part in this movie where um good cop bad cop is like interrogating Emmett and like <laughs> he's like oh no ask my friends I'm just a regular guy and like they go through like all of like these like construction like just random construction worker Legos like talking about Emmett 
every single one of those those Legos that they talk to is like a huge like big name actor and that's like mm-hmm. they're only and they're not even credited for it they just like it like I think it like they mention it in like the commentary or something and I can't remember who 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 they are but it, it cracks me up like that's like <laughs> that's like the magic of this movie it's the little things definitely but the plot of this movie is Emmett an ordinary lego figurine who always follows the rules is mistakenly identified as the special an extraordinary being and the key to saving the lego world so he finds himself drafted into a fellowship of strangers who are on a mission to stop an evil tyrant who is played by Will Ferrell, president business, <laughs> and basically who is planning to conquer the world. And unfortunately for Emmett, he is hopelessly and hilariously unprepared for this huge task. <laughs> <laughs> so it is just a overall fun movie. And I'm sorry, I'm going to break your heart right here, right now, Rachel. I don't think we're going to be reviewing the Lego movie too, because I personally don't feel that movie was as good as this one. Look, like (laughs) I left this movie and still, and still feel this way about like the Lego movie. Like the Lego movie makes me feel like, like a, a special kind of like thing in my heart. Like it just like it, it hits like all the right all, all the right um, cues. Um, it's just a, a really good movie. It makes you feel good by the end of it. It's, it's really, it's really funny. It is so funny. Um, watch like, God, what year did you say this movie came out? 2014. I mean, even like, even now, like it still holds up. Like it's, it's such a great movie. Like, I don't feel that way about the second one. Like, don't get me wrong. It was, it was, a, it was entertaining. It was, yeah, it was good. Um, but it's, it's not what, what mm-hmm. this movie is by any means. Definitely not. I was definitely disappointed. <laughs> um, I do want to do the um, Batman Lego movie at some point. That I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was that one was definitely a much better sequel. So getting into the movie, we start out with the evil Lord Business who finds the super weapon called the Kregel. And so <laughs> I want to point out that I, to this day, because of this movie, refuse to like refer to like super glue as anything other than Craggle. Like when I need it, I'm like, <laughs> I need some more Craggle, please. But at this time, we see the wizard Virtuous. Did I say his name right? Vitruvius. Vitruvius. We see the wizard Vitruvius come in and trying to stop pre- uh, president business and basically has this blank stare and goes into. I can't call it anything other than being like his body is taken over by an exorcist or something. (laughs) He's having a vision. A vision. (laughs) And anyway, so he tells President Business that the special will find the peace of resistance. And this is a brick, basically, that will fight off Lord Business. All it is is the cap for the (laughs) craggle. You basically don't figure that out until obviously the way end of the movie, but it is funny because this whole time you're watching it and thinking, what is this resistance? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) But this part, what happens after this is so funny because they literally do the whole thing that I feel like Spongebob has done a lot. 
eight and a half years later. (laughs) (laughs) They do this multiple times throughout the film because like constantly throughout the film, they'll be like, meet me here in 10 seconds, meet me here in 30 seconds, meet me here in like 15 seconds. And it'll just be like 10 seconds later, 15 seconds later. And so at that point, we are shown the city of Bricksburg, and it is a full-blown city of just Lego mania. And it is such a cool thing to see because this is like one of the first official real Lego like motion picture that came out. And so it was very cool to see it. It is. And it looks so, it is real. And that's the thing is they use real bricks too. So you definitely can envision this in real life and everything, which makes it even better. But at this point, we finally meet Emmett, who is a construction worker, who is just, everything is awesome for him. (laughs) And he is always playing the morning routine of everything is awesome. Good morning, apartment. Good morning, floor. Good morning, window. Good morning, door. Good morning, plant. (laughs) He's he he's just so happy and he's just so sweet and he just wants to live live life by by the instructions because he he thinks that's gonna be what gives him like a happy life and he just wants to be happy and you see him sit on this couch um to to spend to spend breakfast with the special people in his life and he doesn't have any other Lego pieces that live with him. After this, we see him go out um about his day um after watching TV. President Business basically tells them that they're going to end the world uh, on TV with Taco Tuesday, but like, and Emmett's kind of like, what? But then like, watches an episode of Where's My Pants and completely forgets about it. (laughs) So he goes about his day, leaves the house, um, and you see him like kind of walking around town, like saying hello to everybody, like, hey, surfer guy, hey, uh, cat lady, and then like says hello to all of her cats. And if you're watching, like, while he's like saying hi to each of the cats, like, the cat lady is so annoyed that he's even there bothering her cats, bothering him. And like, he's like, the rest of everybody he's talking to is kind of annoyed with him. And then he gets in his car and the iconic everything is awesome starts playing. And it just like kind of gives us a rundown of the everyday life of all of the Legos, including Emmett in this town. Definitely, I just feel so much for Emmett as a character because that makes me so sad that he is just so happy and just everything is truly awesome in his life. And he's trying to be that uplifting person every day to these people. And they're kind of finding him more as a nuisance. And it's really sad to see that where Mm -hmm. I wish I could be that person that is just that happy every single day. Right? Like Emmett is so sweet. He just wants to he just wants to share croissants and giant sausages and chicken wings with the special people in his life. And to him, everybody. And that's just it is like to him, the special people in his life is everybody that he talks to. So everybody's the special to him. So he goes about um, his day and it shows us like the life of the Bricksburg uh, Legos. And he goes to his uh, his construction site and they have to blow up anything that that looks weird and build all of the buildings based entirely on the instructions and while they're doing this like whole little montage where they're singing everything is awesome for five and wait no it was it was eight and a half hours straight um that they sang everything is awesome and like you see all these surveillance cameras going around making sure that they're doing everything right you see this big billboard that's president business like i've got my eye on you and, Some Big Brother stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. So 
they're all leaving after eight and a half hours of singing everything is awesome and building everything by the instructions to go to sports bars and get crazy and um Emmett's just trying to find a group to go to the sports bar with and gets kind of left behind drops his instructions and goes to go find them and when he does this is when we meet wild style wild style is kind of searching around the uh the construction site for the piece of resistance which she actually ends up not being able to find in Emma in his chase to see what she was up to kind of falls into this hole and ends up finding it himself it, he has like his own crazy vision he sees this this giant hand monster thing and wakes up to being interrogated by good cop bad cop and I absolutely adore good cop bad cop I love him Liam Neeson as this character (laughs) is probably my favorite thing ever he was truly perfect for this role because we know Liam Neeson to be such a serious actor where of course taken obviously there's the bad cops bad cop side and yeah. then the good cop side is the sweet side of Liam Neeson so it was definitely the best of both worlds and i just felt i don't know who else would have been great for this role other than Liam it, it was him it was him <laughs> i absolutely adored this this whole thing was absolutely wonderful i thought it was great um there's the one part where literally i think i'm getting way ahead of myself but the part where you learn about bad cop good cop's parents yes (laughs) (laughs) yes oh my goodness so yeah uh, good cop bad cop is literally one of the best characters like i want to say like maybe my second or third favorite character this whole movie um, and he's interrogating um, Emmett to why he has the piece of resistance. Emmett's Which, like, I have. Mind you, the resistance is actually glued, stuck to the back of to his back because yes. it's a crazy glue cap. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it was funny because it like it makes it sound like kind of dirty. Like you were you were seen fraternizing with this with this piece. And he was like, <laughs> that's just filthy. And he's like, well, why is it still glued to your back? And he's like, oh my god. <laughs> He's asking him, you know, why why he has this piece, and Emmett obviously doesn't even understand what's going on. And um, good cop, bad cop thinks this is the perfect cover, like, oh, play stupid, and then you can get away. But he's not going to fall for it, so he decides to to laser the piece off of Emmett with a um, laser pointer. <laughs> uh, leaves Emmett to to just be lasered away and melted by this laser pointer. And then one of like the coolest fight sequences, like I uh, love all the fight sequences in this movie. Again, what you were saying about stop motion and these pieces, um, they they use some computer animation stuff for like the um, the blur effects and mm-hmm. like some of like the background stuff, but all of this stuff was done by stop motion animation and it looks so good and so it's just so such an enjoyable thing to watch and so wild style comes in here and she just busts Emmett out and gets him out into the back alley of this built of, of this this station that he's been um trapped in and she starts building this motorcycle with all of the pieces of the of the 
alleyway. And Emmett's just kind of like, what's going on? She's like, oh no, you can stop playing stupid. You can be a master builder now. Like, it's cool. Like, it's just me. And he has no idea what's going on, but because she's so pretty and he, she's telling him like, oh, you're so special. And nobody's ever told him he was special before. He's just like, yes, I am the special. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, she's taking him to see Vitruvius and they are thinking that Emmett is the special. And so they go to the old West town. And this is another thing about this movie is we get to see so many different towns and places that you can build yourself at home so the old western town was definitely a really fun one where they have like the piano and um just the whole bar sequence was pretty cool to see yes i love i love the the western themed area that they go to um one of my favorite things is like when they first go into the saloon is you can actually hear everything is awesome is still playing they're just (laughs) they just have like a westernized version of it on the piano yeah (laughs) yes it is so great (laughs) and um Emmett goes in and is acting like completely dumb and um doesn't even know how to pretend to be a bar stool and um Wild Sal goes in there and just like spits in a in a spittoon and is just like and they're just like oh what a lady and everything goes back to normal And they find Vitruvius and Vitruvius, um, uh, they tell Vitruvius that Emmett is the special and they decide to enter Emmett's mind so that they can, they can help him train to be a master builder since he's never been a master builder before. And now he is the special. Um, While they're there, they realize that the giant hand that Emmett saw in a vision was actually the man upstairs and that all of the master builders have tried to clear their minds for years to see the man upstairs. And Emmett was just already so, his mind was so empty that it just happened. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, Wildstyle is explaining how Lord Business wants to use the Craggle to essentially just freeze everything so nothing can move and everything is just not in motion anymore and so to Emmett that's kind of like whoa what he's really taken back and so at this point where they are telling hey you're the special you're the special da, 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 da. and Emmett is kind of like well I have no idea what that is or what that entails where Rachel explained earlier that this is where these master builders are able to build anything from their minds completely without instructions and to Wildstyle and Vitruvius that this is just they are not convinced that Emmett is the master builder or and but is the special because of him seeing these visions of as Rachel said the man upstairs yes so um while they decide that um they're gonna have to do more training um for for Emmett so that he can be a real master builder and use the power of the special to save the world um, and let all the master builders build freely again without the craggle. They are about, to, I want to point out, he literally like pulls a drill out and starts to like go to drill his head. And then um, Lord Business's, um, I want to say robots, like they're like mm-hmm. robot Legos, um, find them in the, in the saloon and they have to run. And so they start um, this crazy chase scene, this Western chase scene where they're going through like <laughs> barns 
and then they're like going like through like this huge desert in this giant cart that wild style built with like that's like being run by pigs (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) yeah and then like one of the like they're while they're getting chased like through the desert like one of the wheels gets shot off and they're like we need something that spins around spins around and like Emmett's head is literally spinning trying to figure out something and he's like oh and then he takes his head off and uses that as like the wheel (laughs) or the axle for the wheel (laughs) at this point this is where we get introduced to Batman officially where he comes in and saves them and this is where you just find out how cool Batman is as a character I'm Batman <laughs> and, and it's kind of sad that he shows up at this moment because Emmett and Wildstyle were about to like kind of have like a mm-hmm. moment but then he like Batman swoops in and she's just like oh yeah this is my boyfriend <laughs> which is a she- total buzzkill for Emmett too and she had been mentioning this boyfriend for for a while and then he's just like your boyfriend is Batman <laughs> hey sorry you have yeah no competition <laughs> Batman's probably, side note, uh, one of my favorite superheroes. I love Batman. I absolutely adore Batman. He's one of my favorite superheroes, too. I I love to read his comics. So, yeah, I definitely love Batman. And Will Arnett as Batman is absolutely wonderful. But uh, at this point, Batman helps save them, gets them off of this uh, giant train, and saves them from the alligator police. (laughs) And they they fly off into the sun, which Emmett is worried about, but Batman thinks is going to be fine because it'll look really cool. And so they they fly off into the sun. And at this point, they decide that they need to get to Cloud Cuckoo Land. And um, they glaze over a world that I would have actually loved to have spent more time in. Um, they just like... yeah. Uh, they, they definitely did, yeah. Yeah, they just like glaze right through. Um, I think it was like called like new new zealand or like it wasn't new zealand but like it was like something close to that but like lego-y i can't remember but um it's just a like a a lord of the rings-esque dragon (laughs) world and they're driving through there batman showing them um real music um which is just him singing a song about being an orphan and having a lot of money (laughs) and being into darkness (laughs) um so they drive through and um they have to go up the up the uh rainbow um no they had to go like around the corner up the rainbow and then park the car on the cloud vitruvius gave really ridiculous instructions all i can remember is they drove right by a dragon who was helping two people roast a pig like they were like spinning a pig over a fire oh, and then, yeah, like yeah, a dragon yeah. was just sitting there like blowing extra fire on the pig um at this point so the whole reason of where they're trying to get is the hidden realm of cloud cuckoo land and so this is where we find the council of the master builders and this is where we see so many huge characters where again so many big celebrities are in this film so they just show up and leave (laughs) yeah and that we have superman green lantern uh Gandalf makes a appearance, which and, is super and cool. It's pronounced Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore. Uh, Space Guy, Wonder Woman, so many other characters. And so they are there to 
basically have a meeting and Emmett and Wildstyle are all there basically pleading to the master builders, we need to fight Lord business. And again, they just aren't convinced and they leave. And so it is just the three of them on their own plus Batman, but then also Space Guy joins in. And, and so does Unikitty. <laughs> Yes, where we meet Unikitty, one of my favorite characters. I she absolutely is just love her. so cute. And don't get her mad. Please don't get Unikitty no. mad. <laughs> we we take our negative feelings and we push them um deep down where no one can ever, ever, ever find them. <laughs> and then unfortunately, bad cop and president's businesses, evil robot guys come in and destroy Cloud Cuckoo Land. And they are capturing everyone where they capture Superman, Green Lantern, and everybody except for Emmett and Wildstyle and Vitruvius. And so, and Batman, sorry, almost forgot Batman and Unikitty and obviously, um, I don't think Space Guy wasn't captured either, was he? I don't no, remember. No, no. Benny ended up with the group because he okay. wanted to build a spaceship, but then he couldn't build a spaceship. <laughs> and so that is where they all get, obviously, as I just said, captured. And so from there, Emmett is trying to come up with this plan to infiltrate Lord Business's lair. And so this is where we get the help of Princess Unikitty and Metalbeard. <laughs> I absolutely love Metalbeard. He's hilarious. He's such a great character. Um, I want to point out, I actually bought, like, I bought a bunch of um, Lego sets from this movie um, after it came out, but I bought the set that comes with with the build to create Metalbeard, and oh, his, yeah. his little treasure chest is supposed to be his chest with his organs that he talks about, and it's just like a bunch of shots. <laughs> It's like literally just like a bunch of sausage pieces <laughs> and like a couple bones. Like it's really funny. It comes with these and it's like, it literally has like a thing in the instructions. It's like, put all this in here. It's this, it's this organs. Like, <laughs> and at this point we are then pretty much brought to where everyone is being captured. And the best way I could explain of what everyone is being held in. And it's so sad. They're all like in these little cuff things and just kind of sprawled out and the best thing I can explain of what these holding cells are is the little boxes that you get to hold your lego people in that is yeah. the best thing I can explain it as. yeah that is what they look like and it's meant to like collect ideas from the master builders to make more instructions for things that lord business might need around his empire and um so Everybody is making a plan to get in and Emmett comes up with the plan that the reason why the master builders plans always get thwarted is because they're expecting something as silly as um, a spaceship or um, a, a giant rainbow butterfly thing that Unikitty might create or whatever Batman might make. So he's like, we need to make something based on the instructions. And so they build like a bunch of things to infiltrate Lord Business's um, tower with instructions. And I, I love the sequence with, after like they start getting in, where they build like this like little 
truck thing to get in and batman is like trying to convince the robot man he's like oh um i'm on the list like i'm supposed to be here i'm dropping this off and then he's like throwing his like batarangs at him and he like keeps missing and then he finally hits and he's like oh yes first try and so essentially unfortunately their plan fails where they are all captured and they are all held in this think tank which is the lego box holder thingy mabobber that is gathering everyone's ideas and this is where vitruvius resists and starts to fight back and unfortunately gets decapitated <sighs> which it's sad I but it's funny and comical at the oh, same time yes <laughs> i want to point out again again the stop motion animation because yeah. this fight sequence because like he gets knocked out at first and he has a second wind after he comes like he gets knocked out like um lord business is like old like you're you're just an old man and he's like did you just call me old and it's like yeah, very so. matrix style yeah and he's just like well june bug i prefer experienced and just starts <laughs> whooping his butt and it's just like it like the my favorite thing is like when he like takes his walker and like stretches it all the way out and just that spin that the camera does yeah. where he takes out all of the robots oh i loved that and, but then he gets his head taken off by penny and <laughs> Was it a penny? Yeah, like uh, I think Lord Business threw a penny at him because Lord Business has that that relic room that's just like a bunch of oh, things yeah. that are art Lego pieces that like the the um knife of exact zero and um the cloak of bandied or then used band-aid. Like oh. um, but yeah, so he throws a penny at him and decapitates uh Vitruvius, which again, like where you were talking about at the beginning of the episode where going into this movie, I thought they were really going to make it kitty and, yeah. and for kids. And like, they're doing this kind of thing. Like Vitruvius is getting decapitated now at the end of the movie. At the very beginning of the movie, he goes blind because of a laser pointer. Like they, they aren't pulling punches in this movie. They're just like mm -hmm. Legos die. And then they become ghost Legos. <laughs> that was... That was so funny that they implemented that, uh, like a little ghost Lego. <laughs> you know, ghost Legos glow in the dark too. I absolutely yep. loved it. <laughs> and so at this point, Lord Business sets off the self-destruction protocol. And this part is just so funny because it literally implements everything as a kid would do, where the countdown is counting by mississippi's so yes. 99 mississippi 80 I, mississippi yes <laughs> and then like long and drawn out yeah and then his jump his dramatic jump to save everybody and then like literally the very last second uh the the battery getting disconnected and saving everybody uh, it was so good it was so funny though and this is where the movie finally comes into full circle where Emmett gets dropped into the, I have nothing else to say it, but the hibisk. And he is brought into now the real world where we are now introduced to what the actual plot and storyline of the movie is, where the big reveal is this is all in this kid's head. It's this boy named Finn. And this is where we also meet the man upstairs. 
And this, like, I remember watching this for the first time and just being like, feeling like I was thrown through a loop. I was just like, oh my God, this movie just got so weird and meta and just so, I, I loved it though, but I was just, it was so weird. Um, but yeah, so we get introduced to um, Finn and then the man upstairs who ends up being Will Ferrell, which cracked me up. I love So, yes. So we come to find out that this whole story um, is really about this struggle between this kid who whose dad's hobby is is essentially a kid's toy which as a collector myself I don't have kids thank god but (laughs) um nothing against kids nothing against them but I don't have kids I'm a huge collector uh, of toys in particular and there there are plenty of toys that I have that if I had a child I'd be like yeah you can't play with that you oh god yeah um point in ex- exact point is my sailor moon funko collection oh yeah but like the, the thing is is just like i understand uh, will ferrell's um point of view to a certain extent but at the same time like the thing is is these legos in particular um especially are really made to be imaginative and to be take built and taken apart and don't get me wrong i have sets that that I've put together that I plan on never taking apart. Like I have my friends set, my my um, Beatles um, submarine set, mostly idea sets, honestly, but, but there are just certain ones that I don't want to take apart. But at the same time, like these things oh. are meant to be played with. And if yeah. you're an adult with these interests in, in kid, in kid things, you should share that with your, with your child. And the fact that Will Ferrell had so much interest in, in something that would be so easy that not only would it make it easier for him to connect with this kid but his kid actively wanted to connect with him through this common interest he he should be doing that and it's so this is where will ferrell's character comes downstairs and finds that finn is completely just made all these new creations through legos and he is very upset that you can't do this you have to follow the instructions which kind of comes into that full circle moment where president business is his dad and And so i want to point out it's not like he's finn is being incredibly destructive either everything he's doing is he can put back because like at one point i actually like there's like a point where he's like you took the top off of my my building of my my business something simple to fix yeah Yeah, and he was just like he was like uh that was an accident he was like you accidentally expertly removed the top and I'm like if he expertly did it then what's the problem you can just put it right back on and so this is where we start seeing Will Ferrell's character he is just going in and taking the craggle crazy glue and (laughs) gluing everything down and this is where in lego world that essentially everything with president's business's plan is going through and everything is starting to get glued into place and emmett is seeing everything kind of unfold in real life world where wild style is seeing this happen in the lego universe mm-hmm. and this is where emmett is trying his hardest to find the will to move <laughs> and we see this little lego starting to Wait. shake <laughs> and he starts like literally hopping to finn 
where Finn sees Emmett and he's like, oh, you fell down. What happened? And is just trying to tell him, you need to send me back to the Lego universe and so I can go help. And so this is where Emmett and, sorry, this is where Finn gives Emmett the resistance, the cap mm -hmm. to the crazy glue and sends him back into the Lego world where Emmett is now given the powers to actually be a master builder. And I love this, like, when he gets dropped back in and he's just like, I can see everything! <laughs> and then he makes, like, this giant construction worker mech that's just, like, got, like, the, the, the wrecking balls and his, like, feet are, like, these, like, wheels and, oh, it's so cool. And then this is, like, probably my favorite part of the movie because almost as soon as he comes in and starts kicking butt with this with this giant mech he's made he gets overwhelmed by a bunch of micromanagers and it looks like it's all going to be for naught and then unikitty sees this and she's just like oh no and she's like trying to stay positive stay, stay positive, positive stay positive stay positive but then she just I can't do it stay positive and then she's like oh forget <laughs> it and then she just starts screaming and she turns into a giant red angry cat and she's just like you all need to be more friendly <laughs> And oh, I absolutely love this scene. This is why I love Unikitty. And she just, um, she saves Em and he manages to go and um, infiltrate Lord Business flying building top. And fun fact about the scene, um, when he com comes into this, there is like a monitor with like a bunch of scenes of what's supposed to be going on like around, all around, not just Bricksburg, but like the whole universe that we've just explored. and there was like a contest to like for stop motion Lego makers, like the top like four that got picked from this contest got to show up in the movie. Wow. And like, yeah, so like you can see that like in the background on the monitor and that's what's going on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, I think that's really awesome that a movie wants to or television show wants to incorporate fans and their ideas. That's I just feel like that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, it was really awesome cuz like the I mean like the whole heart of this movie is essentially like just Lego stop motion. So the fact that they went and did that I thought was really cool. Yeah, and so as Emmett is essentially going to talk to Lord Business and try and talk some sense into him. This is where we see now in the human world where Will Ferrell's character is seeing all of these creations that his son has done and is starting to feel remorse for gluing everything down and kind of ruining what his kid has done. And so this is where both sides of the Lego universe and the real world, we are seeing that president business is now starting to feel remorse of what he's wanting to do so everything is playing out in the same time as emmett is talking to president business and just saying things are made to be played with and things are made to be changed and then that's where finn's dad will Farrell starts to unglue everything and where at the same time president business softens and now becomes a good president business <laughs> and then president business and Emmett as well as Will Farrell and his son have a hug and they put everything back to normal and 
Emmett and Lucy now become a couple with Batman's blessing. Yeah, Batman is just like, obviously, I care more about myself. And he just kind of backs off and um, Lucy and Emmett get to have their moment. And then and probably one of my favorite twists as they're decraggling everything. Yep. <laughs> um, Will Ferrell's, you know, saying- You know what like, this means, right? Yeah, yeah. Like now that I'm letting you play down here, you know who else gets to play down here, right? And so we find out that Finn has a younger sister and then the Duplo Legos come into play and they just drop down and they're like, we're from the planet Duplo and we're here to destroy you. I also want to point out, we we completely glazed over the fact that at some point during Emmett's um, ventures in the real world, the, the group was trying to run away and Benny did finally get to build his spaceship. And it was probably actually one of my favorite moments in the movie when he's just like, he finally gets to build it and he puts it together and he's just like going through literally all of the different worlds that we had been in at that point. He's just like, spaceship, spaceship, spaceship. <laughs> And so obviously it ends there where it isn't, you're thinking, okay, there's going to be hopefully a second movie. And sure enough, years later, I think it was 2018, the second movie came out or 2017 is where we get the second movie. And I think overall, it's just kind of, mm, yeah, it's, it's all right. Like, I like the, I think the Lego Batman movie ended up coming out before the second yeah. Lego movie did. And I, I had a much more enjoyable experience with that. Maybe it's just because I also really love Batman. And like, like the thing about the Lego movie that made it so, so good is like they, they were able to play, like, I feel like a lot of the jokes were funny because they were about pop culture while also being mm -hmm. about like what makes lego special mm -hmm. and they did a lot of what they could do with it with this movie and then didn't have as much to play with in the second movie where when they did the batman movie they could still play on the lego thing but then they had like the added like bonus of having all this batman lore to work making with. fun of yeah. batman things yeah yeah so the critics gave this film a 96 percent which is very accurate for this film. And again, it's one of those things that I was a little surprised to see this rating from the critics that they enjoyed it so much. So it was really cool to see that they gave it such a high score. I think this is really just one of those really special movies that like, regardless of even if you're like a Lego fan, because like, I mean, I like Legos as a kid. This movie made me fall in love with Legos again. Like I didn't, I wasn't really like, I, I was collecting toys and stuff. I didn't start collecting Legos again until this movie came out. And it, it's, I, I think it's just that you watch this movie and it just, it, it does that to you. It just touches that, like that part of your imagination that, that Lego is really built for. Definitely. And then the audience gave it an 87, which I feel that's reasonable for the audience. I think it's slow, but. <laughs> so I'm going to give this film a large bag of popcorn just because I feel like they did such a great job with it where, as you said, and I had said through this episode that they did not make it too kid-friendly safe where they made it funny and entertaining for the parents as well and adults that went and saw it. 
And it has just so many jokes that did over time hold up well. And it's just a great thing to see and to be able to imagine Legos in real life coming to life. So for me, it's definitely a large bag. I am going to give it an extra large bag of popcorn. I absolutely adore this movie. So like we said at the beginning of this episode, we have been behind on recording. And we were originally planning on recording when we were, when we normally do, but didn't. But I have watched this movie a total of three times in preparation for watching or for, for recording this episode. I, and I enjoyed it every single time that I watched it. I, like I said, like when this movie came out, I went and saw it multiple times in the theaters. I rented it after it wasn't available in theaters anymore and then bought it a couple times. Um, I think I bought it digitally and I bought it physically. So I, I love this movie. I own almost all of like the original Lego sets that came out. Like I think there's like two that I didn't get just because they were so expensive. Like I never bought a Metal Beard's boat because that one was like $500. It can be crazy how much Lego sets can cost. I, 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 if, if you do the math though, like the big sets, like the reason they're that expensive, like if you do the math like per Lego, it adds up and it makes sense, but it's still can get insane. But it's because those big sets can have thousands of Lego yeah. pieces in them. And so it it's insane how expensive Legos can be. So there's some, like, I think there's two of those sets that I didn't get. Um, I, and I got Benny's spaceship. I loved that one. <laughs> but I absolutely, absolutely adore this movie. Um, I still, to this day, I have um, a keychain for Unikitty. Uh, <laughs> to this day, people tell me that I'm Unikitty sometimes. I had a ringtone on my phone for the longest time that was just like her going business, business, business numbers. Is this working? Like when she was trying to be the business kitty. I just adore this movie. And every time I come back to it, there's like something that I miss. Like again, those like little itty bitty details that they put into it. Like there's there was a scene like where a pig got flown into the sky and it comes down and it hits the ground. And when it hits the ground, it turns into sausages. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this movie is so full of these things. It's just extra large bag of popcorn it's fun for the whole family they're they're it's perfect for kids but at the same time like it, it's not afraid to like make those adult jokes it's fun for everybody it's just a lot it's just I could go on and on this is a great movie extra large bag of popcorn next week's episode is going to be awesome as well I love this movie and I know it's one of Rachel's favorites as well so it is so iconic I just love this movie and anyone that I have either shown this movie to or anyone that I talk to that has seen it just raves about this movie and so that is all that's your hint for next week <laughs> all right until next time Bye, guys. Bye.